Halo Mama. Welcome to the It Takes a Village podcast, where we're here to remind you that it takes a village to raise a mom, not just a kid. I'm Casey. I'm a millennial mom. I'm here to help remind you who you were before you had littles. Let's ditch that mom guilt and show up as the best version of ourselves for them. We're going to help you choose joy, share tips and all kinds of stories, and of course, those mom hacks to make sure that we can show up to be the best ones yet. Can't wait to hear what you think. Okay, so today we're talking a little bit of a hard subject for me. And I don't want to say hard, like I am dreading this episode because that's not the case. It's something that I have grown to learn to coexist within and realize that it's so much more than what everyone thinks it is. It affects so many more people than just what they say it does. So you're probably wondering what we're talking about. We're talking about co-parenting. Yep, co-parenting. And did you know that the definition on Wikipedia of co-parenting is an enterprise undertaken by parents who together take on the socialization, care, and upbringing of their children who they share equal responsibility A co-parenting relationship differs from an intimate relationship between adults in the fact that it focuses solely on the child. Co-parenting relationships are composed mostly of divorced or single parents. First off, I don't even know what that means, Wikipedia. So just take that and stick it somewhere else. Co-parenting is so much bigger than that. And it impacts so many more people, not just people who are divorced or single parents or like in a relationship and had a baby. But let's go back. We're going to go back about five years ago. I became a single mom about a month before I gave birth to my son. And I remember having this surreal realization that what I thought his family unit was going to look like was actually going to look vastly different. And mind you, for a really long time, And it wasn't a really long time because my child is six now and I'm not in that situation any longer. But for a, in motherhood, each year of your child's life is like two or three years in like real human life. So it was only like a year or two, but that's a really long time in motherhood. (laughs) It's a really long time to be constantly selflessly always giving, 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 giving. And I tried to keep it together for the kids. So I realized that my baby's family unit and actually his sister's family unit. So I had the privilege of being a bonus mom to this kick-ass kid before I had my son. And I wasn't married to my ex, my son's father, but I got to help raise his daughter who, when our son was born, was eight, seven or eight. I don't, I can't do math anymore. I swear. I think I'm going to start doing Sudoku so I can like practice my math skills, but this pandemic has me being like, do I have a calculator? How do I do math? This little girl was my best friend. 
She was one of my favorite humans. She still is one of my favorite humans on the face of this planet. She is kind and smart and so funny. And I feel like she's only gotten funnier with age. She's 14 now, by the way. I had the privilege of watching this little girl grow up. I had the honor of being involved in activities and being a bonus mom in her life for so long. And then I got to watch her become a big sister. And as someone who only has one child and isn't really sure if I'm going to have any more, that was one of the best things in the entire world. In the entire world. And I always think about this line from Clueless. And I've always I've thought about it for ever since my ex and I broke up. And I always think about the line that Cher Horowitz in Clueless, her dad says, when she's asking about her, you know, Paul Rudd stepbrother. And she says something like, he's not even my brother, which at the end of the movie, I mean, if you've seen it, you know, it's a little weird, but whatever. They aren't actually related. But her dad says the line, and I'll never, ever, ever forget it. He goes, you don't divorce kids, you divorce people. And while I wasn't necessarily, quote unquote, divorced, you can't see me, but I'm using air quotes. I tried my hardest to not have the breakup impact this little girl. And unfortunately, I know that it did. And I know that she was impacted. And I will spend the rest of my life making up for that because my goal was to not have it impact her. Because it was at that very moment that I realized that co-parenting is done for the better of the child. And you know what? It took me two years, very, very little sleep, and leaving my, my son's father, leaving my ex, to actually get that aha moment that you do this to coexist for your kid, no matter what your situation is. You do it for the better of them. So we're going to talk about a few things today with, with co-parenting in hopes that maybe it opens up the dialogue a little bit because I feel like the dialogue is so tunnel visioned towards a particular demographic of parents. And I don't believe that to be true. I don't just want co-parenting in every form to be coaxing through parenthood. It should be something that we can coexist in and cohabitate in and turn co-parenting not just from chaos to like collaboration, I guess, but into something like marvelous and wonderful and magical. Because every aspect of co-parenting, whether you are married or divorced or living with a partner that is a single parent, so essentially you get to be a bonus parent, or you're just a single parent, you know, like you had had a relationship and broke up, or one night stand had a baby, whatever it is that brought you down this journey of parenthood, you're here, you're in it, and it is the coolest hood ever. It's scary AF, but it's awesome, and it's amazing, even if you're a bonus parent, because you get to like hang out with this awesome kid, 
you might not have given, you know, life to it, but they're still amazing no matter what. And parenthood is a constant learning curve within co-parenting. And, you know, as Wikipedia says that co-parenting is mostly consisted of divorced parents, you know, people who had broken up and now have to co-parent. But I don't believe that to be true. And granted, if you're married or dating and have a kid or what have you living and, you know, one of you have, has a child. Yes, you're parenting. It's, you know, it's parenthood. So co-parenting tends to imply that the other parent is not there while that said parent is parenting, which is why you're co-parenting because you're trying to do it together. But you, you do it when you're married. You do it when you're living in the same house as your spouse or your boyfriend or, you know, whatever it is. There's so many things. Modern day family. It's crazy. But every single journey, adventure, safari, whatever you flip and want to call it, in parenthood, you're co-parenting. And I had a conversation with a few of my girlfriends who are married about different things in terms of parenthood. And I was like, I'm going to do an episode about this because it's not just, you know, me and my ex. It's not just, you know, my ex and my now spouse, partner, boyfriend. It's not just my friend and her baby daddy. It's, it's, it's married people. It's divorced people. It is living with your partner people. It is all of the parents, all the parents in the hood. We're all in the same co-parenting boat. And sometimes I feel like it's chaotic and it doesn't have to be. So one, no matter what the situation is, any of those things I just listed above, please see above any of those things, any of your, those situations, no matter what it is, you are forever and will always come second to that child. So if you are in a relationship like married or, you know, live in or whatever, dating a, a single parent, you, you just, it just means you have to work harder on your personal relationship, but that's an episode for another day. Cause that's like, no, that's a long one Two, You have to put the reps in like you would in anything in life. So you know what that means? Teamwork makes a dream work. Figure out what works for you and the kid. And trust me, when you're on the same page, you know, the, the core of co-parenting, it, it will go smoother when you're on the same page in terms of discipline, when you're on the same page in terms of activities and sports and schedules and every other weekend. And granted, if you're divorced, you probably went through a court. But if you're a single parent, like you know, like me and you don't have a court agreement with your ex or, you know, you're trying to juggle like four kids of three different ages with your husband while also fitting in a date night. Like just get on the same page, make a schedule. Even if it's on a chalkboard wall, who friggin' cares? Trust me, teamwork makes a dream work. Three. And these are for the ones who are married or in a relationship and you know, you've now become a bonus parent or like you're now in parenthood, whatever stage you are in. It's okay to grow at different paces than your partner. It doesn't mean you're failing at parenthood. It doesn't mean that you're failing at your relationship. 
you know, because nobody talks about, nobody talks about how hard it is when everyone's growing at different paces and we all know that we want our relationship to grow. We all know that when one of the partners or husbands arrives is growing in a matter, the other one might be growing slower. You know, one of you might have more patience. The other one might have less. One of you might, you know, really need to meditate or really need to get that workout in in the morning or you're like a shrew. Hi, me. If I'm I'm pointing, I'm raising my hand because that's me. But it shouldn't stop you from going about it your journey in any other way. It might make things tough at times. It might, you know, cause a fight or a miscommunication. But when you, you know, revert to tip two on getting on the same page, you slowly realize that, like, it's okay if you're not growing at the same paces. Because your kid, your cope, existence in co-parenting needs each of you at whatever stage or phase you're in and trust me once one of you starts moving along on that journey the other one's gonna follow right up right behind you four become self-aware Take the personality test, find out your zodiac, your birth chart, do the things that can help you better your relationships with who you're co-parenting with, whether that be your husband or wife, whether that be your partner, whether that be your ex, whatever that person might be, figure out their Enneagram, figure out their love language. Figure out what makes them tick and what makes you tick so you can go about things on a more self-aware basis. Because trust me, once you get a little bit more self-aware, you will become proactive and not reactive. And one of the main things in this crazy parenthood journey is that I feel like you can get so reactive on situations and things and then that turns into you being reactive towards your kid which is what you never want or reactive towards you know the other person which again you'd never want that it's not gonna end good I'm just gonna tell you that trust me homegirl it's never going to end good so co-parenting is something that is near and dear to my heart I have an organized chaos about my co-parenting techniques and methods and a lot of it comes from me just wanting to come into everyone's life with love and light and, you know, a little bit of gangster rap maybe. But I want to open this dialogue because this won't be the last episode on co-parenting because I really feel as if the... Parents that are married and in relationships kind of got, I don't know, shafted a little because you do have to co-parent with your spouse and your partner and they don't call it that. 
They don't, they don't say how hard it can be. And then I feel like sometimes there's only like a handful of things for the, you know, the divorcees and the exes where you, you might want some help in the, the process. So I hope that this is hitting home with parents who aren't just, you know, having a kid in a dual house. I hope that this is hitting home with every every single parent in every single walk of life. And I can't wait to hear what you think. I'm here, always rooting for you. Thanks so much for tuning in, moms. I know that life with littles can be crazy, but if this, you know, tugged at your heartstrings or made you ugly mom cry or any of those things, share it with a mom friend. You know, we all need them. Show up at her house with this podcast and some wine in hand. And if you feel like it, tag me on Insta. You know, holla at your girl. 